Hello, hello, and welcome to the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Mellinger, a business coach for women who want to make big impact in this world. In this podcast, we will cover the business strategy behind creating aligned, authentic, and empowering service-based businesses. We'll cover the spirituality as well, all the weird, the woo, and the mindset behind showing up as your full self. And of course, we'll discuss female empowerment and embodiment to tap into all of your beautiful magic. We all have so much power, wisdom, and magic to share, but are institutionally taught not to. This podcast is your resource, your opportunity, and your support system to show up fully as the magical creature you are and to love doing it. I'm so excited and honored to be with you today, so let's go ahead and get started. Hello, hello, beautiful sunshine. Today, we are talking all about one of my absolute favorite, absa, absa, absolute favorite tools for working through confusion, big feelings, stuckness, stagnancy, really, really anything in life and business. <laughs> it can be used for so much. So, we're going to talk today about expressive arts which might sound kind of different, but it is the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. It's all about the weird and the woo and the things that make us who we are, right? And really allow us to connect in with that. So without any ado whatsoever, we're going to get right on into it. Now, expressive arts will forever hold a very near and dear part of my heart because this is actually the thing that started me on my my inner healing, spiritual awakening, personal development journey four years ago. Long story, super short, if you are interested in the whole like how did Chrissy get to be the Chrissy that she is today, go back to episode one. You can hear the whole story in detail or, you know, in like most detail anyway. But real quick, about four years ago in the fall of 2018, I ended up taking a three-month leave of absence from my job for some health issues and was really lost, like didn't, didn't know what I wanted to do, didn't know really how to help myself. And scrolling through Facebook one day, I saw a post that a local therapy center, a local holistic therapy center, was giving away one ticket to an expressive arts class. And I thought, okay, well, I'm pretty new to the area. I still don't know a lot of people. It would be really good to meet people in person. And also, like, I like art. I would never call myself an artist at that point. But yeah, I like to draw and, you know, this could be kind of fun. So shortly after winning that entry, getting the free class, I looked up the therapy center, really dug it, like super cool, uh, decided, you know, like, yeah, definitely going to go. I'm, I'm excited for this. It'll be, you know, worse that happens is I get up and leave halfway through and it's, it's whatever, right? I ended up the night of the class going to the receptionist in that therapy office and saying, I need to book a consultation. And therefore it It is the thing that got me into the door that started me on this whole journey. And I will forever be grateful to that entry. I will forever be grateful to expressive arts. And that's really why I want to share it with you. Because even though I started out four years ago as as therapy, right? And I have used it throughout the past couple years with my therapist. 
it has become a tool that is so integral to my life that I actually started recently offering private sessions through my business. It's absolutely amazing. Now, before we get any further into this episode, let me put out the disclaimer that I am not a mental health professional in any capacity. I do not claim anything about it. I am not giving advice. This is not therapy. This is this is simply one human being sharing her experiences and personal knowledge and things that I have researched on Google that I will share the links to in the show notes with other human beings. So not therapist, not mental health professional, none of that stuff. This is just one human being to another human being sharing things that have worked really well for me in the hopes that it can also work really well for you. So what exactly is expressive arts? Simply put, expressive arts is any style of art that allows you to express yourself through the process with the focus, with the intention being on the process. There is no final outcome. There is no drawing or song or dance that we want to create to sell or share with other people. The entire point of expressive arts is to be a form of self-expression and to allow you to really move energy through and out of your body and to integrate mind and body. This has been around, honestly, since the dawn of man. (laughs) Uh, Humans have been shouting and chanting and screaming and yelling and dancing and moving and jumping up and down as forms of self-expression for millennia. The term expressive arts, the way that I am using it today, was coined in 1970 as a multimodal approach to therapy at the Leslie College Graduate School in Cambridge, Massachusetts. So that being said, It was, in this, again, in this specific term, a multimodal approach to therapy. Now, that makes a lot of sense if you think about the fact that we do not have enough words in any language to adequately describe the vast range of emotions and experiences that we have as human beings. If you think about it this way, here's a great example that helps a lot of people understand. If there is a child in therapy, most often that therapy session is not going to be the therapist asking the kid questions and them answering. Most of the time it's going to be playing games, drawing pictures, or other things where the therapist can then view the child's process and start to make decisions or understandings off of the process. That is actually true for all of us. So it quickly becomes as we age and grow up and quote unquote become adults that we need to be able to verbalize, that we need to be able to put into a language that other people understand in order for our feelings, emotions, and experiences to be understood. And they're just... There aren't enough words in the language, regardless of what language you speak, unless it's like a magical one that nobody knows. 
There are not enough words to fully express that. We as humans don't even understand all the time, right? Think of the last time that you made a huge sale in your business or you got a huge promotion at work or something really, really big and great happened for you. If you think about it, there was probably at least one feeling in that experience that didn't quite fit the rest, right? When you make a huge sale in your business, for example, you can have this great like, oh my gosh, I did it. I'm so grateful. I'm proud of myself. I'm excited. This is fantastic. Am I going to be able to do it again? Am I going to be able to service that client? Do I actually have time in my schedule to make this work? Oh my gosh, what's the tax ramification? What? How do I account for this? I don't, da, 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 right? There are, there's so much in each experience and labeling it as good or bad or just labeling it in general can really start to add stress to the situation as a whole that we frankly just don't need. Now, I'm not saying don't label anything. Definitely labels are helpful in some instances, but we don't have to always use our words to describe things. We can safely express them in other ways. So with expressive arts, this, like I said, any style of art, so that can be drawing, dancing, painting, creating pottery, chanting, singing, intuitive movement, whatever, right? The focus is on safe self-expression and allowing yourself to focus on the expression process versus making sure that somebody else understands the physical outcome. There are, I probably have well over 150 different drawings that I've created over the past few years that I myself don't even remember what they were of and don't remember what the prompt was at the time. But each one of them has helped me to either integrate some part of myself with my fuller self or has helped me work through something. And that's really... That's the power of expressive arts. Now, you might be thinking, okay, but how does drawing or painting or yelling or making noises with your mouth, how does that do all this? Those are really big claims for child's play style activity. And really... This is mostly based on the fact that you are actually dropping out of your head, dropping out of your mind into your body and your heart. So as you start to incorporate physical movement with drawing, with quote unquote dancing, with, you know, just like going with the flow and seeing what happens and starting to not have to articulate or to verbalize something, you start to activate the right hemisphere of your brain. Now, the right hemisphere of the brain is where creativity exists, where there's passion. It's the taste, the feelings, the imagination. It's the senses, The left side of the brain is the orderly, 
the logical, the practical, the step-by-step, the one plus one equal two side of things. And when we can start to move our bodies, when we can stop focusing on articulating things and we can begin just feeling them, experiencing them, and putting them down on paper, right, through drawing or or moving them however our body wants to move during a musical piece or a song, we start to emphasize that right hemisphere. We start to allow that passion and that creativity to flow through. Now, this can feel extremely uncomfortable at first, especially because in most of America and many other countries, there's so much emphasis on the left hemisphere of the brain. There's so much emphasis on the practicality, the routine, the strategic, that it starts to actually downplay the power of creativity. I mean, look at schools. One of the first departments that loses funding is arts, is banned, is that creativity, that that fun, that imagination. So there are proven studies of the right hemisphere of the brain really bringing back more understanding of self, really bringing in that that full mind-body experience. Also, expressive arts and art therapy in general can help to de-stress, right? We're getting out of that anxious loop in our brain, that depressed loop in your brain, and really getting into the body, so there, there's much more behind it if you want to dig into the science. But at the end of the day, it's really about getting in touch with that right hemisphere, getting in touch with your body and not forcing yourself to be able to necessarily understand something and continuing to move that energy. For, so from an energetic perspective, because we are the weird and the woo and the strategy on this podcast, From an energetic perspective, when we can start to move the energy in our body instead of just holding on to it, we know that the body holds on to trauma and experiences until we release it. So whether it is big trauma, whether it is little trauma, whether it is just annoying neighbors down the road, that frustration, those heavy energies, good, bad, and ugly, Again, not labeling, but for the sake of like being able to describe them, that all stays in your body. And there is a lot that you can do through journaling and talking and a lot, right? There's a lot that you can do. There are so many other tools that you can use. But when you only focus on the mind-based, you lose out on so much of the magic Because that energy is still stuck in your body. I had a great experience with a private client holding expressive arts recently where she came to me and said, you know what, Chris, I have spent so much time working through this. I have journaled through it. I have talked through this. I have, I've done the mind work, right? But it was through this session where she was able to really feel it, really move that energy through in a different way. There is no better or worse. I love journaling. I love verbally expressing. But it's a different kind of power and release that can come through by physically moving that energy. 
So again, this is any type of art form. It can be drawing, dancing, drama, intuitive movement, painting, etc. But it's still using your body. It's still connecting in with your physical self. So now that you have a pretty decent understanding of what expressive arts is, how can you use it yourself? So obviously it is multimodal approach to therapy. This is something that you can bring up if you do work with someone, um, see what they have to say, if it's something that you're interested in. Again, not a mental health professional. Do not claim any kind of mental health professional status. But you can also use it yourself. And it doesn't have to be for big, big things, right? I said at the beginning of the podcast that I've used this to get myself unstuck for offer creation, for naming. You guys know I hate naming offers. It is not a thing that I am good at. It is not a thing that I enjoy. If I could get away with just saying that I offer one-on-one calls, six-month packages, and a VIP day, I would do that instead of come up with something catchy. However, catchy names do help with marketing and branding. But you can use this for your business and your life. So for instance, all you really need to get started, regardless of the style or the art form that you're using, is time. Typically a quiet space, a quiet private space. And whatever tools that you would need for that modality. So if you are drawing then get some plain paper and some colored writing utensils. If you're painting, obviously get a paintbrush, canvas, whatever you use. If you are intuitively moving, you really just need some music, right? You really just need something that plays music in a private space where you're not going to knock stuff off your coffee table. So it's pretty cheap to use, right? You can go to the dollar store for some crayons or some colored pencils and paper. You can turn on the radio for music, turn on the TV for music, whatever. That's really all you need to get started. And then you need to know the intention. So if, for instance, you're feeling stuck in your business and you're not sure what way you want to go or where you want to go next, or if you're in the middle of a pivot or a transition, you're not really sure on what the outcome is, what the goal is, or just clear on where you're going, right? You can sit down and ask yourself, clear your mind, right? Set the stage. You want to clear your mind, ground in. If you um, use any essential oils, burn any sage or anything like that, go ahead and set the stage for yourself. Disconnect from the rest of the world and the rest of your day. Really, again, calling on that private space where you can open up. And then ask yourself some different questions and allow it to come through. If you are drawing, I keep harping on drawing and intuitive movement because those are my two go-tos personally, so I have the most experience with them. But if you feel stuck in your business, one of the things, one of the prompts that has helped me so much many, many times is to sit down with some colored pencils or some whatever you got and ask yourself, how am I feeling? When I think about this next step, when I think about the direction that I am heading or that I'm taking my business in, what is going on in my body? What's going on in my mind? And just draw out what that looks like. Whether it is different colors, 
Maybe you can feel blockages in different parts of your body. Maybe you feel tightness or contraction in your body, right? It feels really scary. Draw that out. And because there is no end result, we do not focus on what it looks like. If you have that inner voice come up and say, that's not what it looks like in your brain. That's not the same thing, right? If for, let's say, you're asking yourself, what does, what is holding me back? And you have just this like huge contraction around your heart chakra and you're starting to feel some panic there, or some anxiety, and you see this red color or this brown muddied color, but you don't have that muddy brown colored pencil, you might have a voice in your head that says, hey, that's not right. You're doing it wrong. I invite you to as kindly as you'd like or as impolitely as you'd like, tell that voice that this is not the right time, that this is not a time of criticism, that this is your time to connect with yourself, and that it doesn't matter if it looks the way it looks in your mind on that piece of paper, right? No. We're not allowing that critic, that inner voice to break us down. We are holding space for ourselves in these sessions, in this expressive arts, to be ourselves. There are some great prompts, and I'll add them to the show notes so that you can actually see them. But some of the things that you can use expressive arts for from a business perspective are what's holding you back? When you think of that next stage, when you think of that next offer, when you think of that new transition, how do you feel? What's going on in your mind? What does it feel like in your body? If everything were to go exactly to plan, that launch made all the money that you want, you called in and created all those new relationships that you wanted to, you signed all those clients this month that you wanted to, What would that look like? How would that feel? Who would you be? How would you show up? These are all great questions that you can ask. This expressive arts, I've said before and will say again, expressive arts can be wonderful if you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling stagnant, and if you just like don't know what's going on, I highly encourage you to get some crayons and just draw it out. Just (laughs) you don't have to even understand it and you may not be able to articulate an answer at the end of it. But just moving that energy out of your body and as you're doing any of these exercises or any of these activities, I encourage you to think about the fact that you are literally taking an imprint on your energetic being. You are taking that imprint, that residue, that idea of fear, of scarcity, of confusion, etc., and you are removing it, right? You are, (laughs) I have used this example so many times, but in Harry Potter, when you see Dumbledore use the pensive to take his memory and like put it out, right? You're taking, I wish you guys could see me explain this right now, you're taking that impression or that fear or that confusion or that lack of clarity off of your soul, out of your body, and putting it plop on that piece of paper. You are literally removing the power of that from your body, from your spirit, from your soul. Think about it that way. 
whether you are drawing, dancing, whatever. You can also use this, obviously, in your personal life too. If you're not sure what's going on, how you're feeling about something, again, these are great tools that you can use. I have used expressive arts for the last four years, whether in session with my therapist, shout out to her because she's absolutely amazing, and also in my business, in my personal life, when I'm not sure how I'm feeling about something or it's really muddled and I'd like more clarity on it. This is something that you can really hold space for yourself and you can find other people to hold this space for you, right? You can absolutely, there are, um, you have to look, not, there aren't a ton of people out in the world that host expressive art sessions, but if you are interested, I would highly encourage you to look for them and see if there are any in your area because they're absolutely great to go to in person. And if you are interested, I am I am so excited I started incorporating these into my business because I know what power can be brought through, what feeling of wholeness and clarity can be brought through these sessions. So if you are interested, connect with me on Instagram. Um, they are not on my website. I'm not sure if I'm putting them on my website. So if you are interested, connect with me on Instagram. Let's chat about expressive art sessions to help you really get that clarity in your business, to get that stuck energy moving so that you can have the business that you want so you can step into that next level. Because not only is this fun, like you're moving your body, you get to not have to necessarily talk it out with somebody else, but still move that energy. It's also extremely powerful. So as I said before, I will have some research links with the power of expressive arts, with some of the history of expressive arts, etc. in the show notes, as well as some of the journal prompts that I talked about and some other ones. If you have any questions, as always, connect with me on my website or connect with me on Instagram. And if you are interested in having a private or semi-private expressive arts session, connect with me on Instagram. Let's chat. I have hosted recent sessions on power, stepping into your leadership, stepping into a new identity for your business, and on how to be visible, how to show up as yourself, and how to be more comfortable and confident doing so. And holy shit, the stuff that came through was absolutely incredible. I hope you have a beautiful day and found a lot of value in today's tool, that was all about expressive arts. Alrighty, so there we have it for this week's episode of the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. It has been my pleasure being here with you today. If you've got any questions of any sort, go ahead and find me on Instagram at Chrissy Mellinger or submit a form through my website, chrissymellinger.com, and I will get back to you personally. Otherwise, if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more like it, be sure to subscribe, follow, and submit a review so I can make sure that the good stuff keeps on coming. Can't wait to be back with you next week. Enjoy your day.